Welcome to the Down the Pub podcast. On this week's show, I'm talking to my good friend Don Anderson about his fellow corkman Roy Keane, a person who he just can't help talking about. I also sit down with Andy Watson and Steve Steele and talk about gruesome sporting injuries. You can hear Andy vomit into his mouth at one stage. As always, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram. Please don't forget to subscribe. Now on with the show. Well, Matty yeah. Taylor story. Is it worth it, Roy? Well, Matty about- Taylor? <laughs> Let me do that Matty Taylor story. Go on. <laughs> you set me up for the fall here. Yeah. It probably won't good. be as funny here as it was on the flight this morning. Um, up at Sunderland, blah, blah, blah. Trying to get players up to Sunderland, always difficult. Their wives didn't want to go up there because they want to go shopping. They, they, they. Eventually get Matty Taylor up. He was leaving, I think, Portsmouth. And he, he had an opportunity, I think, to go to Sunderland or Bolton. So I met him at the, uh, the stadium, up at the boardroom, gave him all the, the talk for about an hour or two. He said, I've got a lot to think about, it's a big decision. I said, of course, you take your time, huge decision, I'll walk you down to the car park. As we walked down, he says, listen, Roy, huge decision, thanks for the chat. He says, yeah, you take your time, big decision, I understand for your family, no problem. Bolton, Sunderland to Bolton is no comparison, but listen, Bolton were not a bad team at the time. I see him walking to his car, I says, listen, brilliant, thanks for coming up. I'm literally, he turned his back, I got a text, Text. There's not many people texting me. So I said, uh, "Hi, Roy, it's Maddie Taylor." All right. <laughs> so I've got, I've got my phone. I think it was a BlackBerry at the time they were in, and I went, uh, <laughs> "I can see him getting his car." <laughs> I've, uh, I've decided to go to Bolton. <laughs> I'm waving. I'm going out the car. Park. So this week is an international break, so there's no Premier League action. As a change of pace, I'm talking to Corkman Don Anderson about one of the Premier League's most polarising figures, Roy Keane. Uh, First things first, though, Don, uh, you're a Liverpool man, man, so as is tradition on the show, how did you become a Liverpool fan? Oh, Jesus. Um, My first match, I remember, 1984, the Milk Cup final. Uh, Liverpool beat Everton 1-0. Liverpool and Everton were the two best sides in the country back then. Uh, Graham Souness scored a goal. And that's when I became a Liverpool fan. So I would have been like 10 in 1984. I'm an old fucker. Yeah. Um, after that then, just like them, then they started winning everything and it was great. And they take the piss out of all my friends. And then around <laughs> about 91, 92, Liverpool got crap. And all my Man United friends then had all the, the bragging rights. So... For the next 30 years, they've had the bragging rights. And no, no, I'm the bragging rights are coming back with me at the age of 45. Yeah, you nice. Know, that, that, they've had the bragging rights since 15. That, that Liverpool team that um, Graeme Souness created in 91, 92 was probably the worst Liverpool team that I remember. It had like Torben Picnic and all those fucking guys in it. It was. <laughs> he still won an FA Cup, though, I suppose. So. You're going to have to give that to him. Julian oh, Dix. Oh, my God. I, Julian I, Dix. I played for Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Phil, Phil Babb. Remember, remember Phil Babb gave, gave a sliding tackle and a, like he went straight into the, to the post, uh, ball yeah. first. Remember yeah. that? He, he, was he made a sliding tackle and uh, oh, right into the post. Jeez, I remember that. One of the, uh, the best moments ever in Liverpool history, I think. <laughs> yeah, they were, so, uh, they were, yeah, they weren't very good. Very bad players. It's a, well, like I mean, you compare that team to the what he's got now, and it's a it's a huge difference. We're we're, we're talking about your fellow Corkman, Roy Keane. Um, first thing first, yeah. how good was he? Like, we'll talk about the positives first. So, how good of a player? I was a, I was a Liverpool fan, so I hated him for Man United, but I loved him for for Ireland. And uh, he was like the best player on the Irish team by far, far and away. So he was a great player. But um, you know, looking back now like a great player, like uh, old school player. He, he'd never, he, he wouldn't survive in, the, in today's game. He'd be sent off in every match. But uh, back then, the, you know, the game was more real. It, it wasn't, you know, our actors, you know. <laughs> the, guy, the guy's diving all over the place. Because you imagine Roy Keane, like, like rolling around on the floor. You know, that's, that's just not the, the ilk he was from. Roy Keane, Graham Souness, Steve McMahon. Uh, who, who else would be hard players? Uh, like Neil Ruddock, people like that. Yeah. No, you, you wouldn't, you know. And then what happened then? Eric Cantona was another one. Like, that guy, remember, there's a famous match with him. Or I've seen a scene on YouTube. Vinnie Jones took him down there. It was Wimbledon against um, uh, United in the FA Cup. If you YouTube it, you'll see it. 
Yeah, just just YouTube uh, Cantona Vinnie Jones. But Vinnie Jones takes him down with a, like a flying two-legged dropkick tackle. Now today's match, today's day, he would have been he would have been uh, sent off and banned for about half a season. Back then, like <laughs> he just got a, a yellow card. But Cantona just jumped straight back up, gave him the evil eye. Uh, didn't do anything, and then uh, like Cantona got ended up getting man of the match. I think he got two goals, and um, so different times. And then you know when a lot of the foreigners came over, oh god, I'm getting controversial now. When yeah, a lot of the yeah. foreign players, they brought all their you know diving and stuff with them. Um, it's a good game today. It's better to watch, but you know some of the the antics would just piss you off. Yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely miss those days. Like it was like every team had their enforcer kind of thing, like the way they have a nice hockey that like, it's just, they're, they're hard man. It was like Vieira was there for Arsenal and those kind of guys. I kind of, I do miss yeah. that kind of thing. Like, you know, that kind of duel in midfield between the two like hard fuckers pretty much. And um, the game's yeah, definitely yeah. Um, missing it. But Roy Keane, like for me, like is probably like one of the best Irish players of all time. Him and Liam Brady would be my, my favorites, but. Yes, he wasn't like, um, he wasn't like a Zidane or someone that that, that that would do something that was extraordinary, but he was just very consistent and yeah, a and, very good player. And like every game, like you, you, you could tell he, he gave like 100%. You know what I mean? He, he left everything out on the pitch and you, you got to respect that. But it's kind of funny though. Like, yeah, I thought yeah. about him playing for Ireland and stuff like that. Like, I mean, like he had like a pretty long career and he only played for Ireland 69 times, which doesn't seem an awful lot for a player of his caliber. Like he seemed, yeah. I, I think he was one of those players that like, uh, like was rested for a lot of the kind of international friendlies and stuff like that, which yeah, he kind of, he's, he's such like a weird, like, like hypocrite in a lot of the things he does. Like, cause I mean, he was like, he moans a bit, he moans with the modern footballer, but he, he was just as bad with that kind of stuff. And he would just not show for Ireland games and stuff like that. So yeah, he's, he's definitely, yeah. Um, he's, he's definitely like a, a man of many many faces. So, um, so yeah. just just talking about his career a little bit though, um, and the controversies that he brought with him. So he wrote this book um, where um, Eamon Dunphy, the famous thing when oh, he was yeah. still playing, which he says he regrets yeah, now. He says, yeah. In the book, he talked about like intensely fouling Alfinger Holland. Did you lose any respect from like coming out and admitting that he purposely hurt oh, no. a fellow pro? I love the old school players. It, just go to YouTube. YouTube. You know, some of the old school players, like the game was different back then. There were, uh, you know, maybe some of it was bad, like people like Maradona or really good players, they weren't really protected. Whereas yeah. now they're protected by the referee, but they're a little bit too overprotected. I don't like that. I, I, in the olden time, or in, you know, in the, in the 90s or even the 80s, I think since 2000, 2001, um, I don't know, it's got a bit worse. It's just uh, with the players' antics. There's a difference, I think, though, between a hard man tackling somebody and what he did. Like he, he purposely went and like fucked the guy's leg up, right? Like I mean, he like there was nothing, there was nothing hard about that. That was just like a cheap shot, I thought. Uh, he's a cock man. I was <laughs> You, you probably. Like, when, yeah, when we were playing out, yeah, when we were playing out the green when we were young, you know, uh, we played the other park, and sometimes you know the other park would have some guy, you know, a hard man come in with a slight tackle take you down and uh, you know we all get together we're just you know uh, I was from a place called Thorndale it was a park and Glen Thorne would play us and you know they'd bring a hard man up so we'd, uh, we'd say who's the hard man this week it's, oh, it's that fucker over there so we'd, we'd take him down with a good you know we'd gang up on him you know and uh, beat the crap out of him so that's, that's Roy Keane's ilk you know? okay, so, so, so it's, it's your fault is what you're saying <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. My, maybe it's my brother. My brother used to hang out with him. My brother, oh, really? he's uh, five years older than I am, so he used to hang out with him as a teenager. So maybe my brother's fault. Yeah, let's blame uh-huh. it on it. So um, yeah. I, I guess as an Irish man, we can't really talk about and I not mention the uh, the infamous Saipan incident. Um, where where yeah. did you sit? Where did you sit with that? Were you on Roy Keane's side or Mick McCarthy's? Uh, I wanted Roy Keane. Like whether you love him or whether you hate him, you still want him in the team. You know, it was all about. Uh, you know, I reckon if Keane stayed in, or if if he didn't get sent home, I mean, Ireland done actually okay without him. Like they they took Spain to penalties. There were penalty yeah. kicks away from the quarterfinals. The quarterfinal team would have been South Korea. You know, this, uh, if they beat South Korea, it would have been the semi-final against Germany, and they already outplayed Germany in the group game. You know, I reckon if Roy Keane was on that team, I reckon they would have got to the semis minimum. Yeah, it, it was he, really, it was a really good, it was a really good Irish team, and but unfortunately, like that, 
that clash was always going to happen. Like, just it was just two different cultures. Like, Mick McCarthy comes from he never really played for a big club. Like, the biggest club he played for was Celtic. Yeah. That he probably came from that kind of like not having top facilities and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Whereas Roy Keane as, being at United obviously had to be used to that kind of stuff, right? As Roy Keane said in the in the, in the dressing room, you know, you're a shit manager and you're a shit player, and he was exactly right. You know, I mean, Roy Keane has won everything. He's won all the trophies, European Cup, uh, Premier League, FA Cup, um, the league. It's just he's won everything. He, he's talking to this guy, like Mick McCarthy, has won nothing. You know, so I was on Roy Keane's side. Even though I was a Liverpool fan, I didn't like him for United, but I, I respected him. But for, for Ireland, you know, one of the greatest players ever. Yeah, like, like he, he he took a lot of flack at home because I think the more you moved away from Cork, the more people kind of were more on Mick McCarthy's side. I, I'm definitely with you. I was, I was on Roy Keane's side because, I mean, like, he famously said in his book that before the that the qualifying rounds, he said like to Mick McCarthy, they sat down in his house and said, we're going to make sure that the nutrition is right, the training's right. And then he said the game against Holland, like they're eating pizzas in the hotel the day before. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like, like that's so Ireland. But I think yeah. that's an Irish thing. That was just like, it's, it's, it's everything just a big fucking joke. You know, I was like, I feel like half yeah, players yeah. turn up and we're just looking forward to the points rather than the games. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah, yeah. It's de- yeah. I definitely was with Roy Keane on that. But you, you, you have Roy Keane, like he's on a completely different level to every player on that team. I mean, if Roy Keane was playing for Brazil or Germany uh, or even England, you know, he, a lot of the players would be on his level or close to his level. On Ireland, no one, nobody was near his level. You know, I, I can't think of any player at the time who was anywhere near his level. I mean, no? Jason McAteer, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Duff, Paul McGrath, but I don't, I don't think Paul McGrath was in that tournament. No, but he wasn't. On the Irish teams he was on, I reckon the only guy that that, that came anywhere uh, close to his level would have been probably Paul McGrath. Damien, Damien Duff was playing for Chelsea and stuff like that. So I think Damien, oh, Damien Duff, Duff too, yeah. Yeah, maybe Robbie Keane, but uh, like you're right though. The rest of the team were like plugs pretty much. And, you know, like... Uh, that must be frustrating though too like I mean when you're such a great player and everybody else around you is kind of mediocre that must be frustrating too because when you're used to playing beside Paul, Paul Scholes and then next thing like you're 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 playing against like Matt Holland it's it's a huge fucking difference right yeah. so it's like um, it's like imagine imagine you're playing for like the uh, one of the great English sides of all time and then you have to you have to talk out for uh, say uh, Reading <laughs> Reading or Derby you know, I don't play with those kind of players. You, you would have an, an attitude, and I would. And, you know, the, the man had a, you know, a big ego, which was deserved because he's a good player, a great player. But that's what it was like. It's like he, he's in the dressing room with world-class players, whoever they were, Eric Cantona, uh, the other players he played with. And then he's, he's sitting next to, you know, Jason McIntyre, and he's like, what the hell is this? You yeah, it, it's, definitely, it's definitely a bit of a, a, bit, a, bit of a culture shock, right? Because I mean, like yeah. that that Ireland team was probably one of the, the better Irish teams that we had. But I mean, it was only that good. I thought because he was there. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, yeah. I, I, I was kind of a shame. But hey, like yeah. it, it shows you how good he is that Ireland came uh, crawling back and begged him to come back for the next qualifying thing. So I mean, it is what yeah. it is. So hold he, on, listen, he, listen, listen, shh, listen. Can you hear? Yeah. Oh, you hear that? You bastard! I'm, I'm sitting here. That's drinking, a bear, man. I'm sitting here drinking <laughs> Starbucks because it's only twenty to eleven in the morning. Even though I have standard. Uh, <laughs> twenty to eleven. It's uh, my time. Twenty to ten. Okay. At night. Okay. You you've got an excuse to have a few beers. So I'm so, allowed to drink beer. He released a second book there a couple of years ago, and he had a very public falling out with uh, Alex Ferguson. Um, even for a while there, he was saying that he thought that uh, Brian Clough was a better manager. Do you think that like he twist he twisted that? Like, I mean, how can he say that Brian Clough is better than Alex Ferguson? Is it? It's a bit shit. Isn't well, it? I mean, Alex Ferguson was given the money, you know, whereas Brian Brian Clough t- took a side that was like mid table in the second division, and like two years later he had them European champions, which was unbelievable. And then they went on and they and and they they won it two years in a row. I mean, when has that ever happened? I mean, you had Leicester, which was a huge shock. This guy won the league and then he won two European Cups in a row. And this is when the European Cup was a lot harder to win because there was no group stages. It was all knockouts. So, so, so you could be knocked out in, in like two matches. Yeah. It, um, I, 
the thing is, though, like when when Roy Keane played with Brian Clough, though, like he, the, like Brian Clough was coming to the end of his time as a manager. I, I just think it's like he only played like one or two years with Forest. I just think that, like he's just saying that just to be shitty because he's 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 unhappy with Alex Ferguson. Like Ferguson came out in his book yeah. and said that Keane was trying to take over. But I mean, the thing with Ferguson is though, like he was happy enough for Roy Keane to do that until Roy yeah. Keane started to slow down a little bit. Um, so, do you think that, like, do you think that Alex Ferguson was right for getting rid of him at at that time? Well, he was he was thirty five years old at the time, and just the way they, all players get old, they're just not as good as they used to be. So, the, I mean, he would, I think, he would have moved on anyway. Maybe it's the way it happened to all of a sudden is that he's not happy about. Obviously, there was that infamous uh, MUTV interview that he did that nobody ever got to see I mean like if you're going to have Roy Keane on that show and they've just lost 4-0 to Middlesbrough he's not going to like turn around and say that everybody was amazing he's going to speak his mind like whoever I feel like it was they were looking for an excuse to, to get him out the door and this was their excuse to jump on the MUTV I really wish that there was a way that we could actually see that thing because I'd say it was fucking brilliant yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh, I think, uh, I mean, again, it was he was he was getting old. He was like thirty five. He he probably should have moved on anyway at the time. He was, he was I, from what I remember, he was coming up to his thirty fifth birthday. So I mean, that's pretty old even for great players. So it was probably time for him to move on anyway. Um, I mean, Ferguson, like love him or hate him, I mean, the man's just won everything. And, and look at what's happened to Manchester United since he's left. They've just it's like they've gone downhill pretty much from day one. I mean, the, the same team. That won the title under Ferguson. The a year later, they finished absolutely nowhere. You know, so it's, just, it's that goes to show what an amazing manager he is. Yeah, I I, I agree, Jen. I just think that like Roy Keane like was pissed off. He's pissed off that maybe not they don't respect his legacy as much as they should or something like that. Because he went to yeah. Celtic and played ten games, like and then retired. So I mean, I think Ferguson had called it right. I just think that there was probably something in the club where they were afraid to get rid of him because like Roy Keane was the master of Old Trafford at that stage. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely like part of his character to just, because I remember at the time of the Saipan thing, he was singing Ferguson's praises because Ferguson hooked him up with a plane back home and all that kind of stuff. And and then suddenly like Roy, uh, Ferguson's like the biggest cunt in the whole wide world. So, so he famously said he would rather go to the dentist than uh, be a, uh, a pundit. Uh, how would you find him as a pundit? Roy Keane? Yeah. Oh, he's fantastic. He's brief. He's just, it's like, uh, it's, he's like the drunk guy down the pub. <laughs> he is. It's right? weird. It's, it's, he is. It's like, the, it's like they've got a drunk guy, or not that he seems drunk, but it's like the guy that doesn't give a shit what he wants to say. And he just says what, how he feels, whereas the rest of them might be kind of worrying about their paycheck. They don't want to say anything too uh, controversial in case they get fired. Whereas Roy Keane is just, fuck this, I'll just say what I want. So I, I like that about him. Yeah, like he, like, him and Naaman Dunphy had a fallen out, but I mean, like at least Dunphy would speak his mind, and I I, I respect Roy Keane the fact that like he'll tell it as it is. I think there was a, I think yeah. there was a famous one there like a couple of months ago when uh, I think it was City against United, and Joe Hart was sitting there not saying a fucking word, stiff as a board, and Roy Keane was just laying into Man United. That's what as a fan of that, like if I was a Man United fan, like I want to hear that because. Like it needs to be said, right? A couple of weeks ago, uh, he did an off the ball special with Gary Neville. Uh, he had some pretty harsh things to say about some of the Irish players that played under him and Martin O'Neill, uh, John Walters in particular. Uh, do you think that Roy Keane would have you seen it? The, the interview, a little bit, a little bit, yeah. So, do you think he was out of order, Roy Keane, and what he said? No, it's Roy Keane. I, I, I actually love people like that, uh, that they don't kiss ass, they don't, they don't worry about what people think about them they just say how they feel and even if it might piss you off if you don't agree with it i actually don't care as long as people are just being themselves and they just say how they feel i mean yeah. that's the way i am you know that's the reason i've been fired from about six million jobs but <laughs> that just I, I just i just i just like people like that i would prefer someone to be just real and an asshole than than fake you know and and uh what's the word nice one Fuck it, no, I prefer assholes over nice people. Well, well, you're right, though. At least you know where you stand, right? Um, mm. like, like John, John Walters, like, I mean, he's kind of like a middle-of-the-road kind of player. He's never going to be anything special. Yeah. He's, he did well for Ireland and all that kind of shit. But, I mean, he, he offered Roy Keane out for a fight and all that kind of shit. And I, I, I can see why Roy Keane has got no respect for him. Like, John Walters, yeah, I, I don't really have too much respect for him myself, to be honest. I never really 
liked him as an Irish player. I just like he. I mean, Roy, Roy Keane at Roy Keane at twenty five years old would, would kick John Walters' arse. Now, if they were to fight now, John Walters would probably win because John Walters has is younger. If they fought and Roy Keane was in his prime, twenty five years old, Roy Keane would kick his arse. Well, uh, well, Roy Keane said on the the, the special there that um, John Walters said that he'd come around to his house to to fight him, and Roy Keane said he's still waiting for him to knock on the door. So. <laughs> <laughs> like if you haven't if anybody's listening and they haven't seen that special they really should check it out he says a lot of yeah <laughs> like I wouldn't bad, mess with Roy Keane yeah a lot of bad stuff but it's 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 still funny at the same time so um, yeah. he's been pushing to get back into club management he kind of he's mentioned it on TV and all that kind of stuff do you, do you rate him do you rate him as a manager Roy Keane uh, yeah. probably not I, I think he's I always thought he was a, he he he'd do very good, and he did good with with Sunderland. But after that, then he would, was at Ipswich, and he didn't do so good. I I always thought he was going to be good, but maybe he's just a bit too. Or, you know, it's just he's too real to be a manager. I think like people yeah. like Jose Mourinho or Alex Ferguson, they know how to deal with different personalities. Whereas Roy Keane, I think he's just Roy Keane is just Roy Keane. So I yeah. I, I don't think uh, he'd ever be a really good manager. He, you could probably give him like a championship side, and he'd do good. But you know, if you gave him someone like Chelsea or, or the Man United job, I, I just don't think he, he would really do anything with it. I, I think, especially with today's pampered players, I think there'd be too many arguments, too many fallouts, um, and for that reason, I don't think he'd he'd, he'd be very good. So yeah, so uh, I'm just going to finish up here, Don. Uh, just before I let you go, um, do you? Um... Do you think uh, Liverpool are going to win the league this year? Oh, Jesus, I don't want to jinx it. My heart says yes. My head says maybe. Okay. I, I, I think that this is your, I think oh. this is their year. They just look too, too I good. Don't know. Yeah. Like Jürgen Klopp is, is a fantastic manager. Uh, I would love it if they, if they did. Um, you know what? I go and I say it. I'm probably, probably going to jinx it now. But uh, they're going to win by five points clear. All right, Don. Yeah. Thanks for all your time. Thanks for all your time, man. I really appreciate it. Hopefully, we'll get, all right, hopefully we'll get you back on here soon and uh, enjoy the rest of your beers. No worries at all, man. Take, Take care. I was a little bit drunk. So, this week we're at um, Easter Grafton. Uh, we've been here before and it's a pretty decent spot for recording uh, a podcast. Um, I'm here with Steve Steele and Andy Watson. Um, me and Steve are drinking uh, Nine Locks. Um, there's been a bit of controversy this week uh, on social media about the marketing behind uh, Nine Locks Dirty Blonde. I don't know if you saw it. Enlighten me. So basically, um, th- th- a lot of people are saying it's a very sexist campaign because like some of their ads are like they've brought a new watermelon one and it's like another blonde from Dartmouth, so, something like that. So like it's, I kind of get it. It's a little bit misogynistic. Uh. So they they're called out a little bit on, a, on on social media and then they threatened to sue somebody who runs a meme page on does it. Not, uh, uh, NS okay. beer memes on whatever so I think it was just after they won something on the Coast Awards as a start so it's been ongoing and there's a, f- a lot of people that are backing the person who has the meme account and right. yeah so 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 before right. so we're gonna move on to the actual topic of uh, this week's um, this, this week's segment is horrific injuries now me and Steve did do a piece on it last week it we're going to repeat it though yeah it was pretty funny but uh, unfortunately the world will never get to hear those blooper reels so Andy like obviously growing up we've seen quite a few horrific injuries well, what ones would like stand out in your mind um, I know we, we also touched on it last week with uh, um, the Everton game and, and talking about going back I guess um, like, uh, a lot of the injuries that I kind of remember is uh, from the football. Uh, probably the big one is Eduardo for Arsenal. Oh, I forgot about that okay, one. Where his bone popped out of his. Oh, that was the worst one. Coming over. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm switching sides. Uh, what is this? Eduardo. Broken leg. This was actually pretty bad. Was, is it as bad as one's actually? It was. It was a few years ago. They're, now they're, they're just they're just different. Uh, yeah, I know. But did it make you? vomit like I, I know Clint Larchuk scared the shit out of you yeah that, that <laughs> so, was pretty horrific yeah you don't get to see Clint Larchuk momentarily oh, okay um, was, was, that's the guy with the, the neck oh my sweet mother um, let's see the, come on Gary Lineker should be talking and just here we go let's see if we can find it now like the fact that they like 
they slow mo this stuff is oh, it's disgusting. Crazy, yeah. So like it, this was it was it. So it's a really bad. It. It's a really bad. Oh, oh here, here we go. go. Here we 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 go. No, no, no. Let me see it. Let me see it. Don't, don't be pussy. Show it. Yeah. Just sorry, don't be nutsacks. Show it. What? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh god. Oh oh oh. Oh, that's not that bad. It's bad, but it's not that bad. It's oh, soft. That's, nah, you're about to get your life ruined. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but like, that was actually that was actually a really bad one, and it was like, I, I think the, the reason why people hate that one too is because it looked like it was kind of malicious as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and he was it's never. Slow motion, everything looks But he was never the same player afterwards. No, nobody's ever the same after horrific night. Pretty consistent for the night. Yeah, he was like he, he like he he literally like when he started wasn't playing so well. Then he got used to everything, and then suddenly, yeah, that happens. That happens. So, yeah, and I, I guess the other ones that really stand out is um, Alfie and Haaland, Roy Keane and Al, Alfie and Haaland. So, so me and Don Anderson touched on that done. one a little bit. Um, that that was that was pretty horrific. But then it was just Gar- Gary Hughes was like an encyclopedia of horrific injuries. He uh, mentioned. Um, Paul Gascoigne in the what, which you were t- you were talking about uh, Paul Gascoigne and um, there was the one in the FA Cup where he broke his le- where was it, was it his knee or I think I that's think the one that messed his move up to Lazio. Yeah, there was there was I think he's had a few. So there was that one, and then there was I remember him getting his eye socket fractured or something. Oh, when you have to wear the Phantom the, the, yeah. the Opera mask? Yeah. <laughs> of all the people for that to happen oh, to, yeah. I think he like, like started the trend maybe because... Uh, yeah, he saw a few. That was, that was a huge thing, save with, uh, with, with football. Uh, people like who like broke their eye socket and started wearing like Phantom of the Opera masks. Which, oh, like the Undertaker in the 90s? Yeah, it was yeah. B- bizarre. Like, uh, Joel Embiid did it like two years ago in basketball. Yes, yeah. yes. But uh, you can ta- you can thank Paul Gascoigne for that because oh that looks like he has a nutsack in the side. This is just called nutsack. What is that? Like what? Oh. It, it looks fine, but then it droops down yeah. right like there's old a, man's there's, balls. There's, there's yeah. a weird like little loot yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So so like like that was that was a horrific one. Yeah. The, the, the ones we were talking about like last week was obviously the the obvious like oh, no, no, no. The, David David Boost one. Oh, the David Boost. Yeah, that but, one was light. All the all, all the football ones were light. Like I, and you 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 know I'm right because. You watched all the oh, basketball. Ones, yeah. Like, so, uh, I, have, do you, I, are you connected to Wi-Fi on your phone? I talked. To, I talked about the, uh, the the Terry Butcher one. Oh yeah. Uh, which, tough. like, I thought was like it was insane. Just a lot of blood. It's same as the Paul Ince one. <laughs> you want to see a lot of blood? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll show you. Yeah. North America. It, this, you're bloody. Uh, yeah, so, because Andy brought up blood, you have to kind of show him the. Yeah, yeah. So uh, is he up? Uh, all right. So I, go, I, I, I was I was just looking at football injuries, but. Oh, okay, that was nasty. His thigh is sticky. It's black and white. Oh, that was rough. It looks like he's giving. Oh. He looks like he's giving birth from his who the, thigh. Who the fuck is Edward Iwalinen? Yeah. Holy yeah. mother! Back in, point, Jesus. back in 1981, it says he was caused caused by a sliding tackle. Oh, that one is nasty. So that, that one's worse than anything you showed me. So that used to be a huge thing. Like so, back in the day, they would wear like metal studs. In the cleats. Yeah, and in their boots. Cleats. So cleats here. Sorry. In their football boots. There so, we go. <laughs> in the booties. So like so the referee would check because like if like if there was like a little plastic thing that used to be on the bottom of them mm-hmm. and if the metal was going through it you weren't allowed to play because the referee would like rub his hand on it and if it was rough yeah you wouldn't get to play kind of okay, thing yeah so that that's, looks like something that probably like he, the yeah. person had like a horrible pair of that was on. fucking gruesome that yeah. was the one of the most hideous sights I've ever seen and I've seen some disgusting shit so as I proved well, last we, week, did, we, did you talk about the David Beckham boot injury no I do you know what like oh, flawless Beckham <laughs> oh, oh, so you have to show him that one you have to so Basically, backstory is that this is when he just met uh, Posh Boys. So like ninety six, ninety seven. Uh, yeah, around. Uh, it was just before he moved to Real Madrid. So it was probably like ninety nine. Uh, would have been two thousand probably because it was after the the triple, and uh, he was getting a lot of media attention and all that kind of stuff. And Alex Ferguson, the manager of I mean, Manchester United. So. Manager of uh, Manchester United, Alex Ferguson, what didn't approve of his extracurricular activity. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most it's the most football picture of all time. So he got a cut on his eyebrow? So they're in the they're in the dressing room and they just lost to Arsenal and Alex Ferguson flipped the fuck out and he, he singled out Beckham, flipping out about the fact that he played shit. 
Which he often did. Yeah. And then... I think he picked a boot up and then threw it towards Beckham and it hit him right in the eye. Oh. <laughs> but then, like, but it was so funny because, like, Beckham, like, the next day, like, was seen in his car with this, like, little plaster on his... Switched, oh, man, then. it was ridiculous. And then he moved to Real Madrid because of it. And, like, it was... He left Real Madrid because of it? No, he left Manchester United to go to Real Madrid because of that. Uh, you can't blame him. If you're getting assaulted at the workplace, you generally leave. Yeah, but, man, it's like it's football. And it's like it was, like... Oh. For the fuck's sakes, it's football. You guys dive and cry. Oh my god, I think he touched my interior crucial ligament, but I think he also collided with my forearm. Like, you guys fucking, you don't know what's real and fake in this sport. Fuck you. And and to be be honest with you, he was doing that purely for uh, publicity, but. So there's a couple, like, I mean, like, uh, like. Gary Hughes again, as you mentioned, yeah. like, as I mentioned, like uh, Steve Grizovich. Remember that guy that played for Coventry, oh, yeah, goalkeeper. He got his yeah. nose broken and oh, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, like, there's a, there's been a lot of broken legs. Like I mentioned, like Henrik Larsson's one, oh, yeah, which yeah, was that was, a pretty, that was yeah. pretty fucking nasty. Uh, Aaron Ramsey's one was oh, yeah, fucking cool. awful too. And it's just like because obviously like we're footballers, like and you just like it's their tools pretty much. If you see somebody getting like uh, like their leg broke it just kind of makes you even think that like they're fucked and then and then we were talking about uh, was it Luamba that played for Bolton that had the heart attack and collapsed oh, on the field and yeah. Vivian Foe and all yeah, that kind of stuff yeah. so right. there's a lot of stuff um, but in all honesty they do pay into significance with the North American stuff oh, really? oh yeah like, yeah. So, like just before we move on to North, like has there anything that like I've watched a bit of rugby, but has there been any like bad rugby injuries? Oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure there has, but oh, I, I've just never seen. The one, the one that sticks out in my mind is uh, Brian O'Driscoll against the All uh, the All was it the All Blacks. Yeah, the spear tackle. Oh yeah. Okay. So basically, it was like the the first Lions game. It was a huge hype before about like uh, Brian O'Driscoll because I think Brian O'Driscoll might be the captain of the, the Lions, and he, they kind of taunted them disrespecting the Hackett and stuff like that. And the f- within five minutes, he was like running through, and then two players like l- literally lifted him up off the ground oh, and piled right into. That, yeah. And like, he was lucky to walk away from that with like just a broken shoulder. That was like a broken neck situation. Oh, so okay. I mean, like, um, that's kind of crazy. And speaking of broken necks, they don't make players like that anymore. But they, they like the was it Burt whatever that played for Manchester City back in the fifties. Oh, he broke, broke his neck and played. He broke his neck in the middle of the game and carried on. Was this Danny Matthews? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was like... It was, uh, that man's a legend, whoever he is. Just him. Rest in peace, probably, because he's probably well, dead yeah, if he's that reckless. Uh, Jimmy Carragher broke his leg, and he kind of tried to carry on. Who, who was it? Uh, Roy Keane, when he did his ligament... He tried to carry on. Yeah, but he had to, because they'd run out of players, so he's, like, hobbling around okay. for, like, like with a, a crucial ligament injury, just, like, hobbling around the pitch. Um, and there was, like, the big... I guess it, like it wasn't a bad, bad well it was it wasn't a gruesome injury but the Peter Cech injury the, way that was, fractured his skull that was um, that was pretty horrific and uh, it was scary and then like obviously that same game Bert Troutman that was his name oh okay so yeah he was like playing for his city I think it was in the FA Cup final or something like that he was a, he was a German lad which you know this was after the war kind of yeah. thing and uh, he broke his neck and played on and oh. they won so yeah, yeah. Um, so for the rest of his life then he literally walked around with like his head on his chest because he fucked his neck up from playing Jesus. the rest of it I just made that up <laughs> oh okay <laughs> I mean like playing play any sport after you break your neck if he actually came back in the game I, wear a poppy for that guy yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean I can't even get into bed with a neck kink so that guy's a soldier I, yeah. I just ridicule football for like being pussy but, or not sack sorry and well now not so much so well, yeah. what's his name again uh Bert Troutman. Bert Troutman. Which so I a plus. I, I, I if you're Don Cherry's kind of football player. So do you know when Joan Rambo? Yes. His commander guy was Troutman, the guy that the came. Colonel? Yeah. Yeah. He was named after Bert Troutman. Oh really? No, I just made it up as well. Oh, you are. <laughs> You fucking Irish potato dickhead. It's a cool story, though, right? It fucking had me. I'm like, his name is not Troutman, but I bought it anyway. His first blood's like in my top 20 favorite movies, but fuck you anyway. Let's move on to North American injuries so we can make some like uh, European squeamish. Let's do this. Hang on for a second, though. Oh, okay. I just want to. I also do put First Blood in one of my top 20 movies. Oh, it's fantastic. The rest of those Rambo movies can suck my dick, but the first one, A. Plus. What about you, Andy? Fan? First yeah, Blood? Like, yeah, 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 it's a great movie. Yeah. Did you watch the uh, last one just recently? No, I, I can't. I, I, I watched Rambo 
2 and I was done. When uh, you, when Rambo 2 is not the worst. Rambo 3 was the best. So I saw Rambo 3 finally in like 2003. Is that the Afghanistan one? Yeah. Oh, and in the and, and the end credits watching in 2003 where it says like, you know, thoughts and prayers to our, our brave warriors in Afghanistan <laughs> while that shit was going on. A plus. Things, some things just didn't age well. But I love Sylvester Stallone. I love First Blood. Rocky, I mean, Rambo 2 and 3. Rocky 2 is not very good either. But anyway, let's hear from there. First Blood's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, see it. The rest of them, just pro- avoid them if you can. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, moving on to uh, Steve's favorite topic. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's look at the sp- data. Sp- sport, sport injuries in North America. And being, being honest, they are... Horrific? Quite gruesome. So, I'm going to let you... Oh, I, I control? So, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. at home, I, I, I will narrate for you. So, what you're going to want to look up first is... Sean spelled S-H-A-U-N. Oh, look, it's the first thing when you start spelling Sean that way. Sean Livingston injury. So, um, prepare here, uh, Andy, uh, to lose your... Do you, did you eat before this? I did, earlier. I'll uh, be fine. What did you eat, though? Jeez, uh, I can't even know. I just want to know what I have to wash out of my jacket. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, <laughs> Kind of see. Is they gonna show up full motion? Here we go. Hopefully they show up, but like you know, TVs are usually sensitive when it comes to injuries. Watch his knee. Oh yeah, that's pretty painful. Like, oh. I'm still traumatized. Hold on, this is just the warm up. This is the appetizer. So watch his knee right here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ready? Watch, watch, watch. oh yeah. Oh yeah. She, yeah. look, she looks like a, a Seven Up logo. Oh. All right, so Sean Livingston's is one of my favorite. I watched that live as it happened. I don't know why I was watching a random Clippers game in 2007, but I was. So Sean Livingston's knee injury is number one, and uh, we're warming the crowd up here. We're going to move on to the most gruesome injury of... Oh, no, sorry, that's not the right one. I apologize. We're going to move on to the most gruesome injury in North American sport history. Clint Malarchuk. Oh, my ha- God. If you haven't seen Clint Malarchuk, ladies and gentlemen, don't. <laughs> so, uh, here we go. Uh, let me full screen this here for my man Andy. Uh, is it playing? Okay. So, this is uh, that stupid sport hockey I was referring to earlier. So, they clear the puck. Eventually. Who cares? I'm sorry, Anthony, by the way. So, Millar truck's up here off screen, so that's Millar truck right there. Okay. So, you see that skate kicked up? Yeah. Yeah, he just got his throat slit on the ice, as you can see by the oh, blood pouring out. Oh, my. Holy balls. Yeah, yeah. So, he, so, watch the trainer runs out and literally sticks his hand in his throat to stop him from dying, because he severed his jugular with a skate. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, hold on. Maybe you get the replay in this video. I don't know if you will. You should. Puts, uh, puts that whole Beckham thing in perspective, huh? Yeah. When you took the boot to the face. I mean, this guy was never the same afterwards. Obviously, getting his throat slit is probably traumatic. Like, they, they got... The, the trainer right now is literally holding his cartoid artery together with, like, between his finger and his thumb. Wow. It's a horrific injury. So did the trainer win any sort of award? No, because it was hockey, and Don Cherry said that was just normal. Because Don Cherry had coaches in 1989. So number three, I believe number three was Paul George, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. So that, who was he playing for at the time? This is a Team USA warm-up yes, game. Yes, yes, yes. This game means absolutely nothing, actually. So... Oh, Gordon Hayward, too, is next. So here's Paul George's injury after the stupid YouTube ad plays. I feel like there's so many people on the, feet, on the pitch in football that it almost kind of dilutes what you're watching. So this is an intramural scrimmage between Team USA basketball, right? Yeah. So guys are playing, doing the thing. So here it comes. Uh, George here. Where's George? I think George comes this way. I think that's Paul George there, if I'm not mistaken. It's a scrimmage. It's pretty loose. Yeah, 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 you saw he's hurt, but you didn't. You now see people look away and like, oh, 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 yeah. oh, god. So he went up to block that shot. He went to block James Harden's shot of all people, but you, you, you didn't really see it. You just kind of saw it in the yeah. frame. But you got to see the replay to see the real nasty here. Once, once that guy started running, like that's, you know, he's fucked. Yeah. Like the was it the ref or something that went running out? Uh, no, it was James Harden. Went, Ooh, and ran away. Yeah. No, but somebody actually ran to him. So Derrick Rose being like, oh god, that's horrific. No one wants to even look at it, right? Yeah. Like. Everyone's like turned their back to it. Are they gonna get a replay in here though? Because until you see the replay, it's not really real. It's um, it's it's the hard surface too that most like yeah, there's no here, 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 watch, 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 wat
Yeah. You see his good. foot break on the stance? Yeah. 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 So that's number two, was it? Number three. three. That's three. Yeah. There's more. Again, we're warming up. Jesus uh, Christ. Uh, do you know what? Like, you were the one that has to go through this because I went through it like last week, <laughs> yeah. and I'm still like just traumatized by oh, like just it, just hearing it. To be honest with you. Uh, how do I search on this phone? I don't have it. I don't have an iPhone. I need to get it here. Help me. Oh, okay, so we're gonna go next to Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. This one's particularly gruesome too. So you can't close it either. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right, so uh, your next one. This this one was fucked. Like yeah, this is the one with the twisty foot, isn't it? Okay, it happened there. So we gotta rewind. He's the white guy going to the basket and watch his oh. leg. Yeah. For, he had just signed a brand new contract, a five-year deal. Look at that. Look at that. This is the first game of the season for signing a five-year deal with a new team. That's the first within six minutes of his Boston Celtics career, his leg decided it wanted to look like a crinkle-cut french fry. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Brutal. Oh, wait, this is the replay. It's a, you, you, you I, see I the post. I don't think I want to. No, see. you. Oh, yeah, uh, you <laughs> I guys, had to. <laughs> you soft. Oh, I thought you guys were tougher than this. Oh, I just closed it again. So, and the last one is Anderson Silva. Yeah. Oh, they, I, they, is that UFC? Yeah, the leg. Where he kicks. The leg. Yeah. yeah so you've I've seen, seen, that, seen one? that one. Yeah. So if any, any people out there have seen any of these injuries, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Those football injuries are pretty light in comparison to you. Are we doing Anderson Silva? Let's do. Let's relive it. Yeah. We, he doesn't want to see a leg turn into like you know. I can see Andy's face there, and he really wants to watch it. Oh, he, he's like he's like trying to look at like happy thoughts and like watching cricket over there. Like yeah. Also, oh, you want to see the Gordon Hayward one oh, again? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this one's probably one of the worst because his leg literally bends around his yeah. leg, and then it like comes oh, away, just... and then he tries to plant on it, which makes oh. it so much worse. Watch, watch, watch. Legs gone, plants, yeah. and oh, oh, oh. This one's bad too. It's a pro wrestling injury. Don't let Anthony see this one first. Watch this. This is Sid Vicious. Psycho Sid Justice. Oh, oh, <laughs> holy mother of the divine Jesus. Oh, what is fun, y'all? Here, check. Oh, just press play on that. Just press play. Oh, my oh, sweet man. Jesus. The wrestling injury is worse. So I'll just, you can hold it. I, I, I watched it when it happened again. So. I've seen most of these. I, I actually feel right. like... That, but hold on. It's a Sid Vicious. There we go. Oh, okay. It's a pro wrestling injury. I don't know if they're going to show the actual thing happen or they're just going to show the after result. Watch this. Watch, 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 watch. Oh. <laughs> oh <geez. laughs> Look at his leg. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, a, six ten, a six foot ten three. Oh, his leg. Oh my god. Take your phone back. Oh, I've seen that one too many times. I, I, oh. I, I, I hate the fact that you're reveling in all this. this is the oh, worst no, that's part. disgusting. So, is there any more that you can think of, Andy? I, I just remembered one, and again, it was never. Um, there's a, I don't know if you remember, a few years ago there was um, an Australian cricketer that got hit on the head. He had his. Um, yeah, anyway, so this is like the video, pretty much where, yeah, I think he's called Philip Hughes, anyway, you'll see like the ball of all and it, it pretty much hits his head between yeah. the guard and I like see that. around the neck. Yeah. And he collapses and then he ends up, he, 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 ends he died? Up, he dies from it, yeah, and they couldn't serve him, which is... Uh, Pretty crazy. But that was so. Was a cricketer? Cricketer. They just bowled a like a obviously a like a bat. Like a bat. I don't know all the terms, but yeah, I just remember seeing it on the news and yeah, hit him. He had his helmet on and uh, yeah, had a guard, but there was a gap and pretty much the ball went right. Oh through. my god! Hit him in the neck and the like, like obviously. Well, and, and I guess it severed like, someone one of the like the artery. And wow! It, yeah, he died. Just from Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, if someone dies, that automatically it doesn't. Look as gruesome, but Dale Earnhardt and NASCAR once died from a the, crash. What was the baseball one there? The guy from the Mets a couple of years ago, when they, somebody was sliding into second base and broke his leg. Uh, somebody from the Dodgers did it to him, I think. You're talking about Chase uh, Yes, that, that one fucking sucked because I watched. I actually watched that one, and that was just like, oh. Yeah, that wouldn't led to a whole new rule in baseball. We actually covered that on another podcast, but uh, oh. not yours. But anyway, either way, these are all. If someone dies, that obviously takes the cake, but you can't. Compare visually the if impact of that. Like, it looks oh, bad. Yeah, it looks bad. But, like those ones that you showed me there were. Oh, they were crazy. <laughs> like the, the worst one that I've seen like live is the that one, the one where he's. No, no, no. It's like when I was um I was playing football like probably like a year or two ago, and uh, there was a, we like a 
because he didn't have the play with us and uh, me and him were just, just it was an innocuous challenge and then I just heard him go like oh! I looked around he's like dislocated like his little finger so it was like pointing the, wrong. the worst injury you've ever seen is a dislocated finger in person yeah like what? last week I told you about my bones popping from yeah the so like I'm gonna let you get on to that in a second because yeah, okay. that, that terrified every inch in my body but because um, we were talking about like David Boost yeah. and that the bone popping out of a sock kind of thing uh, but like, but it's weird though when you look over there's like a 60 year, 6 year old Brazilian man who's like the nicest person in the world just walk around and his fingers like pointing the wrong way fuck it it's a useless digit anyway man up anyway I do a lot of stuff for my pinky <laughs> he's like my wife will attest to this anyway uh, yeah no, I know I've had some pretty horrific gruesome injuries my my right shoulder like popped out my arm was like down to my calf muscle uh did you do the whole like Mel Gibson thing and knock it back in? No, no, because everything just came off. Like all the ligaments just kind of went. It went like, <laughs> like, an, like an elephant's trunk. Yeah, kind of, or like John Holmes's penis. If you're, <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. yeah. So like it was just like it was flopping. Like they had to take ligaments out of this arm and put this arm. So my left arm is like significantly smaller because there's things repaired. Right? Anyway, it's here nor there. That's not the worst one. So I was once. Uh, I told you this story last week. I'll tell it again. I was once. I played baseball. As a kid, I was once running down a ball in center field, and while I was running for the ball, the field wasn't particularly well maintained, and there was a divot in center field. So my right foot caught the divot, and my foot kind of did like a U in the divot, and um, the bone popped through the skin. Oh wow! So that one happened, and another one that happened was I was again playing baseball. Then following year, because I was yeah. going play again that year. I was sliding into second base, so there's home plate where you hit yep. first, second. I'm sliding into second, and my cleat caught the dirt, and my foot went up underneath my entire body weight, and the same thing happened to the other ankle. So I've broken both ankles, popped both through the bone, through wow. the skin. It, 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 it's, it's, it's graphic. It's gross. It hurts when it rains. You know, oh, these, yeah. are, these are all normal things, but yeah, these are a couple injuries. Are you, you ever play sport? Get any bad injuries there, Andy? Um, the worst injury I ever really got. I broke my wrist, but it didn't pop through the... No, but a broken wrist sucks anyway. Yeah. How old were you? Oh, I was mid-twenties, probably. Oh, the worst. So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I I just fell backwards. And then, uh, like, again, playing playing soccer last year, I got a pretty... It wasn't wasn't a broken ankle, but I got a pretty severe um, sprain. Like, the worst kind of sprain. The high ankle sprain? Oh, it was... Yeah, I I could try and find find a picture. Oh, the swelling and stuff. Oh, this one yeah. is crazy. It went pretty much above my calves, right down to my toes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Spray, uh, you're like, oh, it's a sprained ankle. You get a bad enough sprained ankle, you're not walking for a week. No, it was yeah. pretty bad. You're not right for six to eight weeks, but you're not walking for no. a week. And I popped my calf. I was running Monson and then, yeah, I just heard this popping sound and like there was somebody in the driveway, like over the road from where I was running and I heard the pop and at that time she, like the lady, she turned around and looked at me and I was like, did you hear that? And she was like, yeah, what was that? I was like, was my, I think it was my calf muscle. <laughs> Excuse me, I think my calf muscle just popped. Did yeah. you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty brutal. Um, I'm trying to get anything else. I never broke my ankle this way, but like um, about two years ago and a much heavier less athletic size and weight I, um, I went up for a jump shot playing basketball and someone stepped underneath and my landed on their foot and my ankle turned and uh, that, that was no good for about four or five days yeah but like it wasn't like bones popping through skin hideous or anything like that though. no I've been lucky that I've never like, like gone through my bone kind of yeah, that is very lucky. Yeah. So the the big injuries that I've had, uh, I fell on some glass when I was a kid and uh, hurt my knee. I uh, stepped on a rusty nail. That that really hurt. I had to get a tetanus shot for that one. Yeah, I've actually I've been really lucky. I've never like knock on wood. I've never actually broke a bone or anything like that. All I, all I get now is like because I'm getting older is like niggly injuries all the time. So I can't play football as much as I want to. Oh yeah. What's that? Just talking about that. That was my. Yeah, like, uh, I've been like really lucky. I, like after your horrific, like everything pales into significance oh, yeah, with sure. fucking. That's my whole life though. Like everyone's like, you want to talk about some dramatic shit, and then I'm like, oh yeah, you want to talk dramatic? And everyone's like, no, no, I don't want it anymore. So, but like, yeah, it's yeah. You got like really offended when I was talking about your gait because of your. Uh, no, I didn't 
I'm excited. That's, he's lying. He thinks he said I had a funny gait. I'm like, really? That's so interesting. No one ever has the balls to say that to me. Thank you. Elaborate. And he just kept going back into it. I started to think he was bullshitting me, which he's really good at, by the way, because of that fucking Irish accent. We're like a North American or like a Canadian. I pick up on the accent. They get the little giggles. Fucking Irishmen sound like they're giggling all the time when they're fucking talking. So I have no idea if he's bullshitting me or he tells the truth. So he had me for like five minutes, and then he's like, oh, I'm just fucking with shit. I'm like, what? I was really excited about this I, I, I thought I walked it. I, I, just, I just imagined like Steve in his apartment just walking up and down. Yes! Like, was, I, I was walking in front of a mirror like a fucking like Instagram model. Like, does like my ass look fat? Like, what's going on? Well, and, no, nothing. Oh, nothing. I'm, I'm nothing if not vain, right? So, so thanks Steve. Thanks Andy. Uh, it's Thank been, you for having me. It's been a fun time hanging out and talking shit about... smile bring me laughter all the while in this world where we live there should be more happiness so much joy you can give to each brand new bright tomorrow make me happy through the years never bring Thanks to all my guests for joining me this week, it was a lot of fun. Had a blast last weekend as well at the Liverpool game at Nelly's and the MLS game on Sunday at Niche. Monday definitely was a rough day. Um, don't forget to check out Friends of the Show, Dave Smith's podcast, The Armchair Commentary. I think this week he's talking about the 80s Oilers. Uh, thanks again everyone for listening, it does mean a lot. Uh, so we will see you next week. Don't forget to subscribe and cheers. just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.